1: This is a Lip Media Podcast.
2: We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Welcome to The Gaze Are Revolting, the definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. You can follow us on Instagram at Gaze Revolting Pod or join our Facebook group at The Gaze Are Revolting. And if you'd like to support the podcast and listen to our after shows, head over to patreon.com
3: gaze revolting pod for a heap of extra content. Welcome to the Gays Revolting. I am the president,
2: treasurer, secretary, and only member of the under 40 Sea Change fan club. My name's Thomas Jaspers. <laughs> and when I'm on an aeroplane, I like to put the subtitles on my movie on my laptop so that my neighbor can watch the movie too. Oh, you're so considerate. <laughs> I am. I'm Kyle. And we have some special guests with us today.
4: Hello, I'm Brendy Ford, and I'm Melbourne's bargain bin version of Thomas Jaspers. <laughs>
3: What does that make, (laughs) Dean? (laughs) Curie.
1: Hey, I'm Lenny, and I represent 33.33% of all female guests to ever appear on the show. Hello, Lenny, and welcome. That's great. And Brendy,
3: We are so excited to have you. Of course, you are the hosts of Word of the Gay, a wonderful podcast where you analyse a different word from the queer vernacular
4: every episode. Your sister show. Yes. Tell us a bit about it for those of the people that haven't heard it. Lenny, you can take the the reins on this one.
1: Well, each fortnight, we pick a word, we look at the history of it, and then kind of bring it back to contemporary media. Maybe usage. Mm-hmm. Definitions. And yeah. we go into yeah.
4: discussions about how that word's used within our community. My favourite yeah. word. It's a fantastic
3: show. And it's such a great concept for a show. Yeah, it's and so good. And it's entertaining. I've learned a lot of new
2: things about words that I've been using totally. I had no idea. It's the absolutely of. my favourite podcast. Before our own. <laughs> okay, well, you can fuck <laughs> off. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not on that one, so I'm insulted.
1: I suppose that as queer and gay people, we we use a lot of words that maybe we don't know the history of. So Mm. like there's obviously heaps that we kind of, we have some vague idea of where they've come from. For Mm -hmm. me, the most interesting thing is that so many of them have come from African American vernacular English. So I feel like 80% of the words we cover are from that. And it's really good to kind of like acknowledge that and Mm -hmm. and go into that a little bit deeper. And then also the words like, you know, slurs that we use or words that have been reclaimed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, making had sure we had a great use- episode
3: on, on the word poof, which yeah. I, was very... It was very... Um, funny, yeah. yeah,
1: making sure we're, like, using them correctly or we just... Keeping in mind maybe words that are potentially harmful. For example, yeah. the word queer. We're
3: going to get more into um, a bit of the queer vernacular in one of yeah. our topics today. But before we do, have you all had a good week? Yeah. Oh, I've had a hoot. Yeah? <laughs> i you so excited.
4: Well, look, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually just really excited to be here. Because, oh. um, this is the <laughs> highlight of your week. Well, Lenny and I normally when we do our podcasting, we're normally behind like a service station sitting on a milk crate talking <laughs> right. into an iPhone. Um, <laughs> so this is beautiful. Oh. No, but I actually originally auditioned for uh, The Gays are Revolting. Oh, yeah. gosh. So you really I are know. the bargain <laughs> basement version of me. <laughs> I know. And oh now I'm Like, you know, Lenny and I, a few weeks ago, came and saw your show live and now we're sitting in this, you know, amazing welcome studio. Welcome. Nipping at yeah. our heels. I, know. <laughs> I know. I I was trying to work out whose chair I didn't... <laughs> oh. Whose seat I was supposed to? Yeah. Who I was auditioning yeah. for? I'm assuming it was Mikey, the hairdresser. Sorry. Yeah, um, and we should
3: mention, of course, we're not joined by Luke this week. Sadly, yes. Luke, Luke is. Uh, off on some sort of social adventure, so yeah. <laughs> he's not with us good this for week. Him. But you know, one gays revolting host is worth two. Word of mm-hmm. the gay hosts. So, yes. it was
4: so yes. to have you here. I feel heavily connected though, to the yes. show. Before I met Kyle, I met Kyle's boyfriend Duncan years ago. Oh yes, at Puffdorf. Uh, right? Um, and I was trying to set him up with one of my best friends. Oh, oh. No, no! I'm successful. glad you did it. <laughs> yeah, lucky, because
2: I would not have a lift home from this recording every week. If I, if That's the only reason you up. The only reason. She's a good egg. I feel like it was just a week ago, when I was drunkenly talking your ear off at Puffdorf, because we ran into each other, I was like, we should do a crossover episode. I was like, I'll just leave mine and come to yours. <laughs> to be fair, you were like, I love Lenny. I'm like, uh, all well, right. Yep. Look, I am Thanks. a little starstruck. I can't look her in the eye. <laughs> like,
4: <laughs> Coming here tonight, I said to Lenny, I was like, I'm pretty sure I feel like JFK when he took uh, <laughs> Jackie to France. And he was like, I'm the man that escorted Jackie <laughs> to France. <laughs> <laughs> I brought her. worries.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> I'll go wait. The
4: car. I wasn't sure
3: where you were going with that, and I thought you were going to say like- oh. No! Yeah, I, was like, gonna, I was like, is somebody getting shot We're going to assassinate no. you, you. Yeah, no. Oh
5: boy. <laughs> So the
3: first topic I want to talk about is queer language. I thought it'd be great to do that with you guys because mm-hmm. that's what We're your specific spill spill base is. Exactly. <laughs> and I know on your show you, you you pick words out that are used in gay community but aren't necessarily always part of queer language. I'd mm-hmm. like to really sort of look at queer language itself. A yeah. right. bit of history. I like to do this for Kyle every episode cuz he's very helpful. Not the brightest bulb <laughs> in the chandelier when it comes oh. to. Our- <laughs> <laughs> so you got a, 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 you know a long history so of uh, <laughs> queer language basically and 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 it- Mm -hmm. Every culture, it sort of seems, had sort of, you know, different code words that that gay people would use. But one of the really prolific ones was the 1930s in in England. This language emerged, and it was a way when, you know, being gay was illegal and and was done very much behind closed doors or or hidden in plain sight. They invented this language uh, pronounced Polari. Yes, that's right. Mm. Polari. And it was a combination of, interestingly, uh, Yiddish, Italian, uh, Romanian, Cockney, and a whole lot of other various languages. And it meant that gay men could have conversations Mm. in public in complete code so and sneaky. get away exactly. So I know, cool. very impressive. <laughs> so that was the big popular one in in England up until about the sixties when um, the oh. gay rights movement really took hold and and yeah. started uh, happening. And it meant that they didn't have to use this secret language anymore. We didn't really use Polari in Australia, but there were different sort of yeah. codes and things that people would use. Interestingly, uh, did yeah, some so for you, I South Africa, say, yes. I saw in
2: South Africa, it's called yeah. Gayle. Yeah, yeah, i <laughs> Don't remember when I was there. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> Philippines had their own
3: well. version called Sword Spec. Uh, sword which, Spec, yeah, which was a of English, Spanish, and Japanese. Okay. Um, so I'm just sort of interested to hear, you know, interesting Everyone speaks things. some Polari. Go. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <No. laughs> I, mean, I think people don't realise a lot of the yeah. words that we currently use in our queer vernacular come from that background. Uh, like eleganza. No, ele- not really. <laughs> no, I don't think of- now, that's interesting. We were talking a little bit before about the drag balls of, of New York in the 80s, and a lot of the stuff we use in modern language now comes from that. Yes. Mm. And I think that's a lot to do with RuPaul. Would you agree? Yes, I yeah. would agree.
4: Yeah. yeah. That yeah and also even- Paris is burning, I Yeah, think.
2: like all well, the the,
4: but I think it. Uh, yeah, think RuPaul well, has. I think RuPaul has mod more. a lot of attention to a lot of people. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like in the last five years you just hear you know all those yeah, words. Un- right. yeah. 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 so much that it's like yeah. Yeah. a little, or you just to little bit, bit you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> not,
2: stop it have to get a spray I'm not familiar spray with it. <laughs> I'm- <laughs> oh, I do
3: actually people- feel quite uncomfortable when I see white drag queens or queer people using African American slang mm. yeah. especially like Australian ones that don't and hang out in circles with people um, exactly. with that background where they're just sort of appropriating it from television I don't know why but I it does feel a little bit awkward. Yeah. It happening. doesn't and like roll off it. the tongue. It's yeah. like... Seems Especially out of place.
1: Especially when it's out of place. Like, mm. you know, I mean, we pick up things from TV all the time, mm-hmm. but it is different because it's so specific mm. to a community.
4: does my head. And when I see, like, teenage girls yeah. using yeah. words like that, I'm like, you it's have back no to idea. Yeah. What this actually you know, like, means. Yeah.
1: you've said five words in a row that mm. are all. Or you from see, RuPaul, yeah, like, like, young like,
2: little Twinkie Gays who are, like, yeah. five yeah. minutes on the scene, and then, like, <laughs> yeah. every word is like, yeah, it's Haunty Queens. Yeah. So, you're like, oh, You know, it doesn't
3: mean it can't be used. I just think it should be only if you're sort of connecting with that community. We have seen words being brought to light from RuPaul's Drag Race that have then moved into the mainstream.
1: Yeah, like all link words have all stemmed from somewhere. But Mm -hmm. when it's like a bit more modern and it's used with more intention, like Mm. we use words that we have no idea where they actually stem from at some yeah. point, mm-hmm. but like people are like, I need to use that word. Like that's yeah. what it kind of feels yeah. like. Yeah, like it's a bit more deliberate. Which is um, like, like before that's I the even off started sort of... on
4: this show, mm-hmm. the word yeah used yeah. to do my fucking oh, head God. in. Am well, I allowed to swear on this? Yes, oh, I swear fuck fuck you like. Used to do my head in because mm-hmm. I'm a real stickler for mm-hmm. pronunciation mm-hmm. And, and yeah, proper spelling. Yes, so I was like, why can't people just be like, yes, yes. <laughs> very proper. Well done, the Queen's Palary. Yes.
1: I mean, we've covered a lot in the podcast, and there's mm. a lot to get to. I mean, I'd really like to do an episode on Polari as well. Yeah. I've been pushing for that at some point. <laughs> um, well, one that I use is so gay mm-hmm. a lot, <gasps> but in a positive way. Uh, like, uh. and it's not something I've tried to reclaim. I just do yeah. like I'll say it about songs, people, fashion mm, choices, yes. and I like that. I mean, I don't, you know, if someone ever heard me, I'm I'm sure that they wouldn't know that I was saying in a bad way. But I feel like mm. that's the one thing that that's my slur okay. that I grew up with that yeah. I. I feel like I've You've reclaimed. reclaimed in a way yeah. Yeah. but it's it's a soft yes. it's a soft slur <laughs> That's comparatively, because a lot
3: of a lot of the words that we use now is, as a positive term have come from reclaiming yes, it. Life yes. queer. I mean, gay was uh, Polari was was, mm-hmm. was was used as code originally. Cause, oh, because oh, gay. Happy. Yeah, happy. yeah, yeah, happy. yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. are you? Oh, you, are you feeling gay today? Would be yeah. an unusual way of asking someone <laughs> yes. if they're feeling happy. So that was. I a mean, every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't but say. Then,
1: yeah, oh that's so and, gay. Yeah. I'm just no. like, oh, that's so gay. I would say you're most. They're so gay.
2: Thomas would love to use the word camp. You camp. Yeah, camp. I don't know where camp comes from actually.
1: Well, I mean. I think camp is like a German oh word, or has like <laughs> mm. a German history. It was all started so with kitchen, camp, uh, kitchen fashion, camp, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, Pump. yeah. And then Susan Sontag with her notes on camp. Good old Susan, right? Oh, yeah, Susie, uh, Susie. Easy. Like um, camp was one of my
4: favourite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not Polari, but I also love the yep. word fabulous as uh-huh. well. Mm-hmm. I, I feel, feel like fabulous is
2: definitely associated with gay people. Because
4: <laughs> like, he's like, oh, <laughs> a bit <laughs> fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, definitely. I think yeah. we've
3: adopted it to mean something a little bit more unique than Fair. what it yep. means in general. There's terms. a lot
4: of pride that comes with the word fabulous, yes. I think. Mm. Yeah. No, oh. I actually really enjoyed Friend of Dorothy was amazing. Oh, oh yes. And also I Kiki. I have to Friend of
2: Dorothy. Kiki, I have I don't think I've ever used Kiki in a sentence in my life. Like I have for Kikons, yeah. I love hosting it. Kiki. Mm. Is Kiki kick ons? It can be. Yeah. I use it just for like having a party. I like describing anything that's not going my way as homophobic. Yes. A <laughs> 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 homophobic um, card. Yeah. Oh, I like calling heterosexual people breeders. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's so funny. I think it's funny. It's yeah. dirty. Yeah. You're like cattle. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> <laughs> well, they say mean things to me <laughs> Look, we have so many for us Why can't we have one for this? It's them? interesting though
3: A lot of these modern terms As we mm-hmm. were saying Have all come very much from America And almost exclusively from RuPaul's Drag Race yeah. So I was trying to think of Australian exclusive words oh, that I've got a bad one used. I've oh. got some good ones too <laughs> Does it start with uh, C? <laughs> well, I mean, first of all Cunt is often used yeah, On it's the a- gay scene in Australia yeah. And it blows people's minds When they come over from the States yeah. or the UK yeah, I mean,
1: it's not even exclusively used by Gek. No, it's a very Australian. No. Very theory. Australian, yeah. It's just like Poofta. Yes. <laughs> oh, like yeah. that is for me the quintessential. Australia. They add the ta on the end and that yes. just And it's um, awful. But that's not the word I was going to no, say. No. Okay.
3: <laughs> um, one of my favourite ones that it's it's mainly amongst older drag queens or sometimes even older queens but it comes from drag is going for a lipstick are you familiar a with lipstick? this? This is when a drag queen is tucked or in drag <gasps> and they need to pee no. they go for a lipstick because it's like the, no. the lipstick coming out of the oh, tube no. when they oh get so like the dog's peeing for a lipstick <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. it's a good one yuck no. is another good one I mean, now it's not yes. exclusively gay chookers, but there, yeah. is often used by gay what? people what does that mean? so chookas means good luck so you know how it's bad like in theatre to say good luck okay. so you say things like break a leg or something like that Chukas is you say oh Chukas doll. Oh, and I've never heard that. Off, oh, it's often used in theatre and drag. It mm-hmm. comes from the 1900s in, in when during repertory theatre, so you would be d- <laughs> fuck off. So like performers would be doing three shows and sometimes in one day, and they'd be like depending on how well the show sold oh. was how much they got paid and what they would have for dinner oh. if it was chookers. a good night if the house was full you'd have chicken for dinner because it was like quite oh. expensive that's so interesting and so the story that's goes great. whether I it's like true that. or not the story goes um, it started with chook it is because Australians say chook instead of chicken so yeah. they look out through the crack in the curtain to see how busy it was and they say yeah. yep chook it is and oh. apparently that eventually turned into it's hey <laughs> <laughs> what else did I-, I surveyed a few uh, Melbourne drag queens and scene queens as well and got a few good ones loons is apparently quite Australian mm. so loons is a term that's used for uh, men that like to go and pick up drag queens oh, at oh. bars. Ah. They could refer to them as oh yeah, I got a, I got a loon last night, very similar to trade. I was thinking oh. it just meant crazy. So interesting. No like, No, well they no. they say it because they are a bit the drag queens <laughs> feel like the guys following them are a bit crazy, so they call I them. Oh, like thinking I so it does it mean loony. I was thinking
1: like, that was a straight man that was at a gay club giving all his attention to the one female there, but obviously uh, is there. No, no, but I
3: think that, that, that needs a word. closeted guys a that feel comfortable picking up drag queens but don't feel picketed. Because I've been harassed. Yeah. When I used to um, go to gay
1: clubs, harassed by so many.
3: Lexi yeah. Gaga gave me a good one. Jenny is one that they use on the Melbourne scene. Jenny, a lot. Jenny, Jenny that you, that's to refer to your best sister, like your best. Oh, is sister. that like Judy like, but the Australian yeah, version? Jenny, Jenny, <laughs> yeah. That's cute. I like Love it. it. Um, your crystal clackers. Excuse me. That's my favourite <laughs> one. Do you know the crystal clackers. <laughs> no, what? No. So you know how all drag queens have a pair of those clear, see-through heels, yes. those heels? Mm-hmm. Fish yeah? Sticky heels. They're called your crystal. Him. Yeah. Your crystal oh, clackers. Staple of and that you just have them because they go with every dress. They don't clash with any dress. That's smart them to the gigs that you don't get paid that well for. Oh, really? Oh, uh, Missy Minx has a good one. She always w- introduces all of our shows with Hello Dickheads. Oh, God. And she said when she, when she when Morgan Michaels was performing with her, Morgan Michaels nearly fell over because she referred to the audience as Hello Dickheads. But oh, my God. It seems to sort of be yeah. an Australian thing to insult your audience. Yeah, I know. It's
4: like, I like how
2: it's like an Australian yeah. thing to like be mean. Um, <laughs> like,
4: well, Tommy, you said earlier you dropped the word reclaiming. Yes. Which I'm all about. Yeah. It's very dependent on the generation. Mm-hmm. So, you'll sort of find like new age gays, like Kyle, might like the word (laughs) queer or poof, Mm. whereas... A gay who might be ten years older. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> myself. <laughs> I can't. St- I can't stand the word "poof" because I've got yeah. negative connotations with yeah. it from I was high say, school. Mm. Whereas, yo, know, queer. I don't think queer is mm. the word yeah. queer. I'm like, oh, I love it. Yeah, it's simply because yeah. when, when but somebody we somebody started when, years when older, the community
3: started using queer as a term, at first I actually found it quite jarring to hear it. I now yeah. use it a lot as a more encompassing term for our community. <laughs> yeah, but um,
4: but somebody forty years older than us would yeah. probably
3: still not be able to adjust no. to that in the same way that I can't adjust to poof.
4: But I think it's more. Also taking into account, okay, reclaiming's great in regards to breaking down barriers and whatnot, Mm. but then also acknowledging the fact that Mm. there are certain members of our community that won't be okay with reclaiming it, and understanding that that's okay not to be okay with reclaiming it.
2: And then who you're using it around, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Is the equivalent for a lesbian... Like the D word is that like really yeah Dikes yeah. probably <laughs> yeah, the one because yeah. is that the word it's thing? the worst
1: thing you can say but it has yeah. also been, kind of of it's been reclaimed yeah. in yeah. a fantastic way yeah. you know like, the Dikes on bikes
3: lead yeah. okay. the yeah. parade every at, year at first, although we now often have First Nations first and then Dikes on bikes yeah How do you it's feel like about
1: an that? empowering right. strength yeah. mm-hmm. sort of mm. giving word but it is also kind of the worst thing you can say as an insult yes, yes absolutely I yeah. mean yeah. and especially obviously to younger generations I mean like I would never be personally offended. By mm-hmm. people calling me these things at this age Because yeah. I'm so yeah. comfortable You know, I would still get angry at someone And, you know, make a big deal about it If someone did try to insult me yeah. But it also is like a really strong, empowering word oh, Yeah, and
3: I guess the extreme version of uh, modern queer vernacular Then is these abbreviations that we now use oh, so yes. flippantly And we all know what they mean mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Quite often on the apps, the grinders mm-hmm. And DTF. the blenders and the t- yeah, DTFs, <laughs> which is down to fuck But we use them so much that we now use them in conversation as the abbreviation, yeah. or even yes. on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Tom, are um, you DTF? DTF. I'm always DTF, baby. <laughs> um, other ones we often see FF, fisting fun. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. I always want to speak this first. Oh, i thought the sprint- oh, first. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> I what it's my friendship forever. Oh, no, it's fisting. <laughs> Plus, you is one that's become okay. very popular. That's people that are HIV positive yes. with an undetectable viral load. Okay, yep. we'll put that on their on their uh-huh. profile now. But I th- yeah, I think that's in just sort of we've really we're efficient <laughs> if nothing. The, yes. You know, yes, the gay community yeah, yeah, we've yeah. got it down to just letters now. <laughs> well, I think it's very Australian. Waste. No, yeah. <laughs> so it's all that fast. <laughs> yes, it's a fisted <laughs> fun. So many syllables. Ah, uh, you know? uh, too much. What a good time! Rolls off the tongue.
2: So nice having you all here and just looking around the room. It's so interesting seeing how we're all dressed. I think we're all like quite different styles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I don't know, Tom's wearing a very bright colourful... This is a Coogee. This is a yep. 1980s <laughs> original Coogee. It yes. is. It looks very um, looks nice. 80s. Very of course, 80s.
3: reclaimed by
4: cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. heterosexual community in the 90s. <laughs> it's great. Um, to... And
2: yeah, yeah no, 20. I was just thinking how interesting it is... Um, for me, definitely. I used to be so scared of showing my gay through yeah. the clothes that I wear. Yeah, it's just like stupid things. Like, I've like never worn a scarf in my life until like the last year, Aww. Just because I would be like, like scarves so are so gay. I know. Oh god, no one gay ever suffers Wearing like that me. Scarf. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's dumb. I know it's dumb. <laughs> no, no, we I know you mean. Child but like, winter. it was just. Growing up gay, and like yep. you just wouldn't want to let I'd that draw apart. attention to yeah, yourself. You yeah, you want to draw attention, so you'd always play it safe. I have my older gay brother, and he's always been more adventurous and stylish than me. And- yeah, I definitely <laughs> would say that. I <laughs> saw your brother walking down Mardi Gras in oh a God. jog strap and an angel wing. Yeah. Wow. Imagine how hard that was for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and as I've grown older, I've become more comfortable. I don't think I wear anything particularly out there. Pretty what are we wearing tonight, uh, I'm wearing jeans and my Timberland boots and a green jumper with a checkered Aww. shirt. Sorry. lumber sexual. <laughs> yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. I like that kind of woodland mask look. Yeah, and if I was to describe
3: um, Brendy's look, it would be CC Babcock in Nanny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
3: why don't <laughs> you describe what I, you're wearing I for us, a camel trench coat uh, with yeah. a lovely with a black oh, on the shoulders, yeah, with a yeah, yeah. on the shoulders, straight, a, 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 a lovely black knit underneath it, yeah, wearing nice a nice formal pant, and uh, Lenny, I, I guess we'd go with um, Ellen North <laughs> North casual wear, I yeah. think we'd describe
2: that, as. yeah, Northside chic.
3: I mean, yeah. So. <laughs> how we dress expresses so much mm-hmm. about how we feel, yes, um, and who who we're following in pop culture yeah. and that sort of thing. And you know, we see our icons wearing certain things that we want to wear, mm-hmm. but as children or as teenagers we really can't. I remember in yeah. year seven and eight in an all boys' Catholic school and just trying to fit in so hard. I had yeah. I was getting mum to buy me like the cappered yeah. pants oh. and the globes and like the yeah. the, the, oh, long the, sleeve and the long sleeve t shirt with a short sleeve t-shirt over the yeah. top yeah. And looking like one of those white and I had like the bleach blonde MM hair and the oh my my double collar polo. Yes, exactly. Just yes. Wow. Foul. And then I got into like the 10 year- and 11 and was like oh you maybe 9 yeah. and 10 was like no fuck this I'm rebelling and I was like one of those emo Skettishy, kids shopping yeah. at Dangerfield yes <laughs> yeah. hanging out under the Street <laughs> station clocks with my eyeliner and my yeah. black hair baggy, and, um, baggy it's jeans funny. yeah yeah lots oh, of baggy oh, rich wow. jeans flares remember the flares yeah. oh, yep, flares.
2: Um, beanies beanies yeah <laughs> like, but like
4: I can't beenies. imagine you in a beanie no, yeah. oh god
2: right. yeah so like beach wear like that yeah. was like that was trying to be straight to the max also like none of us
4: worked really to be able to afford clothes that we wanted to buy. So it's like, like what our parents, parents put us yeah. So it was sort of like, I was, yeah, it's like, clothes. Be straight, I had such a different experience. was Oh, really?
1: I was like really a, I hate this word, but I'm going to just say it because it's an easy indicator, like a tomboy. Yeah. yeah. And I basically did get mm-hmm. to wear mostly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely didn't feel feminine back then yeah. either. So that was my way of being like, I don't feel feminine, so I must feel masculine. So yeah. that's that. the way to be. <laughs> you yeah. to dress, yeah. yeah.
3: And and today, do you ever feel like you've got a, oh, what's the word? You've, you've, like, you've Conform or conform something. to any particular style or not, you just wear whatever the fuck you want? Not, yeah, I think I do. Yeah. I
1: don't think I've ever particularly felt like that, although yeah. my style has changed a lot over the years. But I can also see how it's it's totally influenced mm. by things. But I think what's really interesting, I mean, I'm sure this has been happening forever, but how queer fashion, particularly in our mm-hmm. my little bubble in the north side of Melbourne, is very in fashion. Like, yeah. obviously, yeah. we all have different fashion, but there are certain, like certain styles and certain indicators and what we would consider like a language or code of what is kind of visible. So you were talking, Kyle, about how you were trying to be invisible or not. Yeah, When you become more comfortable, I think there's things you want to do to be visible. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be single, but just sometimes you want to seek out other, you know, other queer people. So there's certain little things you do, but I think it's interesting now. It's really in fashion to look Gay, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Which I kind of like, and I don't like. So I feel have yeah. mixed opinions yeah. about
3: it. Do you? Have, I feel like it sort of started in the nineties with that metro. it was such an awful term, but the metrosexual, metrosexual. metrosexual. Oh, thing. When if that if a could man, have been the starting point. If a man yeah. wore like a pink shirt yes, and, and like, like, had his David hair Beckhamor done, more like he yeah, had a haircut in the last three Yo. weeks, yes. he was a metrosexual. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. There was a sense of wanting to present as gay yeah. and and doing certain things, even if it is subconscious, mm-hmm. in the way that we dress to sort of let people know that we are. And, and it's true it works I don't yeah. know how it
2: works but yeah. it works you do sometimes see someone you
3: go oh I just somehow yeah. know that, that do you know how I judge and... if someone's
2: gay my, my gaydar is the tightness of someone's jeans yeah right absolutely mm-hmm. I'm like no gay man would ever wear baggy jeans mm-hmm. well nice? I yeah I mean I feel, feel like baggy you're on the back jeans. foot yes, with the trend because now it's yeah. becoming trendy for them <laughs> yeah. to wear these like no. 90s no. No, yeah. if, they're wearing, no. if they're gay
4: and they're wearing baggy jeans they're a bad gay we don't like that
3: but you're actually getting to an age now where you're not cool and young and trendy anymore and you're your oh. perception of what's cool
2: is, yeah, and I'm sorry, i, mean, need I could, speak need for to yourself. Spend a day. Grandpa. Well, <laughs> the thing
1: is, it's kind of confusing. So, I've had my girlfriend and friends say to me, like, you know, that cafe, it's full of queer women or it's full yeah. of lesbians. We have a cafe that we go to called the Lesbian Cafe. I mm-hmm. don't know that any lesbians work there, to be honest, but that was <laughs> just the, the, the name it was me given. More about this cafe. And I was just like, babe, like, they're not lesbians, they're just like young, trendy People. Mm. A lot of these things come from like a history of gay fashion yeah. and like throwing back to kind of the symbols and indicators that I was speaking about. So when I'm talking about the lesbian style, firstly, the keys with the carabiner on the belt, yeah. that's oh a my massive, gosh. What? <laughs> and that goes back to when like butch women couldn't get the classically feminine mm. jobs, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, back in the fifties and sixties. So like, you know, the secretary and the waitress, yeah. so they were you know, relegated to the blue collar jobs, the, mm. the postwoman or the, you know, someone who's like a tradie. Mm-hmm. It started out that way, but then it became an empowered kind of phallic sort of symbol about Mm -hmm. like potency and agency and capability. It's also really functional and, you know, lesbians are a bit more functional generally, (laughs) not to generalise. But it can even go back further
4: to, like, even Marlene Dietrich when she, like, dressed up in a tuxedo and everyone was like, oh, my God, she's in pants. And
1: then, like, you know, like, there's a lot of people with this particular style, the keys, the shaved head and everything Mm. now, and that's really good because it's like, oh, maybe it's more acceptable to be gay. Mm -hmm. But also maybe it's only acceptable in this little bubble. And maybe it's only acceptable if you're, like, beautiful and feminine and mm, mm. thin and white or whatever so I think that it goes both ways but the gay men thing I think is kind of more interesting again it's like a very specific it's this very fashionable north side look which honestly I love mm. it, it goes back to 1970s in San Francisco where gay men were kind of wanting to go against the gay mold of being considered a bit more feminine so they mm. took on this like their version of masculinity mm. which of course was very stylish and a bit sexier but it was like very practical yeah. it was um, like utilitarian they were flagging with their keys whether they were top yeah. or bottom with their piercings
2: right, yeah. and hang- the hanky coat yeah, and the, the, right the hanky coat. as well like wearing yeah all the different colors to show yeah but like, the, like this is like
1: you see this every day now this mm. particular style so it's like a take on this blue collar they're mm. actually called the castro clones right castro clones. Yeah. yeah um and that's fashionable now but it's fashionable with straight people as much as it is with mm. gay people mm.
3: The hanky codes a really interesting one because yeah. that was a even more submersive way of dressing to show preferences yeah. and that sort of thing than just the, the style of clothing where you could be so specific about the color of the hanky yep. was what you're into and what pocket it was in could be whether you were dominant or submissive in the, in partaking whatever yep. that was. I have a friend that still yeah. that goes to a bar that still uses hanky code. And, yeah. And yeah. I was going to
4: ask, have yeah. you guys actually seen people with code. Well, hanky I don't clothes? think we I... need to anymore because we have
3: grind <laughs> yeah. and you can just but
2: put like it on yeah. your when, profile. like a lot of like Instagram gays and like muscle Marys you see online when they go to those parties with like like the leather harnesses they'll always mm. kind of be outlined in a colour so yeah. I'm assuming that's the handy code right? Green it could be I'm yeah. not sure to be honest but yeah it, it is a fascinating thing yeah.
4: How many harness parties do you go <laughs> I've to? never been
2: to one I've just seen
4: <laughs> They're mainstream <people>. now <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, I was talking about the harness the other day with friends oh. I was because I had friends that went to like a barber party recently yes. and they were talking about the harness and the an accessory party. You must never go also. there <laughs> um, <laughs> and just the harness as an accessory yeah. to fashion mm. it was quite interesting because I was like is it actually still used Is it fun as, is it, or is it used functional or is it for more so just showing off the chest right. or is, is it, it a just, fashion,
3: or yeah, or is it about... Both, sort of? I think. I've only recently gotten into wearing harnesses oh, really? in the last few years and I really, really enjoy it. Cool. Yeah. I first wore it as for a character that I was doing. So Kyle Manal and I, who do Granny yes. Bingo, invented these other characters who are these two bears from Dalesford that run oh, wow. a bear B&B. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I bought a harness to wear for the... We did this gig at Chill Out Festival in Dalesford and bought a harness to wear for this character Yeah, and then got dressed Drunk and kept it on afterwards, and then picked up this guy and Oat. kept the harness on, and Oat. had the most amazing evening of my
2: life.
5: Of wow, all, well, not the most, but one of the best. <laughs> 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 um,
3: and now I often will wear it to like I've gone yeah. to Troph and to uh, I think I've gone to Huncho Disco. And that's you wore it
2: in before. our
4: photo
3: shoot
2: recently. I wore it in a photo yeah. shoot actually. Yeah. Is
4: it functional or is it just? It can be. I mean,
2: it's it, there's something just quite sexy about. it. Is it kind of it. like mm. when mm. Yeah. a like straight woman or any woman I guess puts on heels and like makes you feel sex I don't know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that you're like,
4: looking. This you're is, looking like scary. I'm not just having a girl
2: in here. Looking in Tom's day I know, I'm like,
5: <laughs> <you're> probably- <laughs> I don't wear heels.
1: So I think, well, I, I wear
2: heels, weird. and I find that sexy too. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: okay. Absolutely. Well, if you, that's true. But then also, if you do pick up and have sex with it, where when you're wearing harnesses, whether you're the top or the bottom, but I think a lot of people think it's for the bottom to wear. Yeah. But it's actually oh, yeah. quite functional for both people to be wearing it because there's stuff to grab onto and and that sort of thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting that more, you bring you it up. Know. I actually wanted to talk about leather and harnesses and jock straps and all yeah. that sort of stuff because I think it's a really important part of our queer culture, and I've seen a lot recently in the last several years of Mardi Gras and mm-hmm. Midsummer, and I'm mm-hmm. sure at other prides around the world where people are saying, well, why are you wearing that at this event? You know, there's kids, there's families yeah. coming to this now and, and I don't want to have to see that and that sort of stuff. And I feel like, fuck off. Like <laughs> I think Absolutely. it's, it's yeah. it, the whole reason these parades were started was so that all of the different subcultures of our community can get together and show their pride. Mm-hmm. And if someone enjoys wearing a harness or a jock strap or fucking nipple clamps, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's the day that they should be allowed to wear it in the street, going down the main street. And if you don't want to see it or if you don't want your kids to see it, then you don't belong at Pride. Don't step into our world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. simple. I actually said this And even more so to the Queen's... In the community that yeah. don't want to see it, then if you can't accept everyone in the community, then yeah. you can't be yeah, part that's of it. Not yeah, what
4: this oh, is about slightly off topic, but my thirtieth birthday last year, mm. I had speeches and there were a roast, oh. and it was all really fabulous. Oh boy, oh, God. God. it was amazing. There was about 120 people there, and oh, I would have loved to have come of- and <laughs> you. Oh, sorry, <laughs> you could have roasted oh, me. Oh boy, and ten of the people that were there were my family, but yep. they oh, don't, no. yeah, they, they don't really have like close with them, but mm. they're very much separated from the rest of my gay world. My second family is my Ooh. gay world afterwards, after the speeches, they were very much like, oh, that was very confronting and oh, we didn't need to hear that and blah, blah, blah. And I just said to them, look, you actually stepped into my world Uh, that night. That's my second family. Mm. That's the family that accepted me when you didn't. Mm. This is how we talk and Mm. take the good with the bad. Yeah, yeah, you're a visitor here. If you don't like it, please leave. Mm. So I
3: think we need to be careful as we go forward and and have all this acceptance and that sort of stuff that we're still letting everybody in the community express what they want to do. And and it is so prevalent in the LGBTI Mm. community because a lot of of our subcultures come from a place like a fetish kind of thing. You know, we have mm. um, the, what, what's it called with the dog masks, puppy, puppy pu- play, puppy <laughs> play, that sort of stuff. Gimp? Leather is a huge thing. Well, gimps are <laughs> a, a huge thing. House, yeah. gimp, gimp, gimps, uh, full, you know, latex yeah. body suits. And and that like sort of yeah, shit. The, like fairies. Fairies are yeah. a thing. You know, yeah. Although they're the extreme versions of yeah. of people wearing certain things to represent mm-hmm. what they like. It should still be mm. totally acceptable.
1: I, I think it's yeah. I think it should be all inclusive. Mm. I think if it was. Pride or Mardi Gras, and it becomes all of it is sex or sexual. Mm. Like, I can understand that. I mean, that's not everything either. So, Mm. it should be both. But if balance. people aren't having sex on the parade and in no, public... Like, if people yeah. are just dressing up, I don't... Yeah, I don't see why that would be offensive. Mm. Even to children. Mm. Like, I saw that and much worse as a child and I don't feel like I'm affected. Yeah. Like, you know, seeing a leather daddy, it's great. It's fun. Yeah. It's... Yeah. yeah. It turned you into over a the dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, the leather yeah.
3: one is an interesting one. I'd like to know whether that was appropriated because, you know, you oh. sort of see the, the images of Tom of Finland, which are decades old, but mm. then leather was a very... Like, you know, your, your leather bikey kind of look as a fashion statement, yep. was very popular in, in the 80s and 90s. And I'd like to know how much... I don't know the answer to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'd like to know how much that was influenced by gay culture too.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I think the 90s was the last big... Before now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you look at...
4: George Michael. Yeah, George oh, yeah. Michael, Huge Madonna.
1: But then it's like, that was appropriated from... Well, wasn't appropriated because they weren't a minority. But, you know, appropriated from bikies. Like, it was yeah. this yeah, way true. of taking mas- this masculine look and then reappropriating it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think fashion a lot of it comes from minorities, not just gay minorities yeah. or queer minorities, but I mean, you know, that's where the cultural appropriation yeah. kind of debate and all the discussions come from. Yeah. I wouldn't say that when people are stealing our fashion, it's maybe as extreme, but mm. it's just something that people should yeah, think about. It's like cultural appropriations isn't it? Because I, I feel reluctant yeah. to
3: call it that because I feel like it diminishes it's what like actual su- exactly cultural appropriation oh, yeah. is. But it is, is a,
1: it is verging on that. Yeah. Like maybe that it's not going to oppress us by doing it yeah. or take you know something that deep because it is just a fashion. But it's an, like sometimes it's kind of annoying. It's like yeah. like that's supposed to be an indicator, and then you've taken it you know, like lesbians don't even have anywhere to go out. <laughs> you know, and yeah. then you can't even tell. But like, not that there's this one look, but it's like we don't even have those codes anymore yeah. because it's fashionable. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes I like to wear my keys on my mm. belt because it's it's practical. Yeah. But I didn't do it before it was fashionable. Mm. And I feel like a phony because it's not my, I'm lesbian, but I'm not like a butch lesbian. It's not my culture yeah. to mm-hmm. have this Yeah, doing this of the fashion thing. yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, it's, it's practical, but I'm not trying to give off the signal that, it's like, I'm not a straight person trying to look yeah. queer. Yeah. Yeah. Very deliberately. Mm-hmm. The gay thing is this very specific Castro clone, but you don't see like straight men going out trying to look camp and be like, I'm trying to no, look. No,
3: but I think that like when we look at the metrosexual kind of thing, or oh, the, yeah, uh, true. if yeah. we're now sort of looking at this. It's uh, okay because I'm straight. Yeah. yeah. Or that the, like the, the man bun indie hipster kind <laughs> oh, of a boy. thing does sort of have a connection to what the gays were doing prior to becoming mainstream. Mm-hmm. It was very, in Melbourne, kind of yep. seeing, I'm sure other cities had areas where that was very cool for gay men to be dressing like that. Um, I think very New York kind of thing yep. as well. Mm. So we're just always at the forefront of fashion guys. And yeah. uh, <laughs> really straight people just wouldn't know what to it's wear. It's
2: funny yes. how like, we're always associated <laughs> like gay Maybe people Maybe it's a compliment. Yeah. Like it's offensive, but also like true. true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: But I just, uh, I find personally, I just have more fun with fashion. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, like compared to say my two yeah. brothers, my yeah. two straight brothers, yeah. they've, Got it's fun styles. not being restricted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's not just... And we've talked just about that women, term. you're
1: not catering to the male gaze. Yeah. Like, not that I'm saying every straight woman's thinking that, but it is. A component for mm-hmm. most women and it's being and sexy I, in this one way that is, you're yeah. allowed for to be sexy. For
3: gay men and for lesbians we are unique in that we don't, so a straight man will is attracted to women but they're yep. not looking at a woman and going well I want to dress like her so I look sexy as well. Mm. Whereas yeah. for gay <laughs> yeah. men yeah, it's, and, and it's that's obviously so different for bisexual people and stuff yeah. but for us I look at a guy that I'm attracted to and go oh maybe I want to dress like him because that looks really good on mm. him and, yeah. and you would look yeah. at a woman and say oh yeah I find that attractive I want to try yeah, that Yeah she's stylish.
4: But I also think as we find ourselves we find fashion and mm, as we yeah. find fashion we also find ourselves mm. I have an absolute hoot when I go out shopping mm. but I've got a very specific style in the sense that I'm a little bit vintage CC Babcock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I will always wear I'll always be in like a capri pant yeah. a capri yeah. or like a chino it's always rolled it's like up showing off my ankles hall, like yeah. a yeah. 1950s whore mm. or uh, yeah I went to a wedding the other week and I was a bridesman <laughs> in it and I was wearing <laughs> I had a fur muff and <laughs> excuse and, me Oh, actually, yeah. I had I a had, I had, yeah. you Talking yeah, about I this on your lot. recent episode, yeah. and I had <laughs> an accessory because it was Ballarat. I yeah. had a fur muff, and That's I also had in had Ballarat, yeah. and, and I had these beautiful diamonded shoes. And, yeah. it it like, like it <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't because I was like the queen mother; it was gorgeous. And it wasn't because I was like, I'm gay. I'm going to like reign all over this wedding. Yeah. It was yep. just like this is my outfit yeah. for this wedding. Yeah. Um, I yep. bought recently for my birthday this year. Side note: having a party. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, double sided silver and black. Sequined kimono, just because it was in the wow. men's section, and I was like, "This looks like fun. Mm. Why not? I mm. can get away with it." But it was also just because I was like, "You know what? I just kind of want to wear it." Yeah, not because That's I'm cool. like I'm a gay man. Yeah. I'm going to make a statement. Yeah, That's yeah. Also, just like, eh,
2: fuck it. Just wear what you
4: feel and want. Yeah, and it's I also good, just want to see this fucking glitter under the lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it is. We get to explore and have... I think we We get to have a lot more fun. And it's possibly
3: also because we are... I do feel like we're more connected in the physical space. We have gay bars. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Melbourne doesn't have a lesbian bar (laughs) at the moment. But we did have the wonderful glass house. I thought you were working on one or something. something. You're
2: like totally... We
3: have have lesbian nights and that sort of stuff. And so we are... Out seeing what's fashionable, so seeing what other styles. people yes. wear. Whereas yes. my like we just sort of talk about our heterosexual counterparts. My brother goes to the same pub with the same friends and uh, wearing mm. the same clothes in the yeah, pub the cupboard, yeah. for ten Semi years. Same white t shirt, same exactly. Jeans, yeah, <laughs> and same it's shoes. just whatever they've got. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 and that's fine. That's, that's fine. That's their yeah. Thing. yeah. 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 They've but got even. mortgages and and kids. You know, <laughs> for, we've and that's fashion. fine. <laughs> So I want to talk about how fucking awkward gay sex is and <laughs> the fact that nobody warns us about this. It is like yeah. it is incredible. It's a, it's and a exactly. <laughs> when it is rarely shown in mainstream media, it's as simple as Heath Ledger spitting on Jake Gyllenhaal's hole and just <laughs> going Jesus for it. In a tent also, I have after not riding seen a that movie, horse all why? day without a douche or oh. a shower. But oh. in real life, there is poo. There oh, is there facial is... hair There's premature ejaculation There's dick cheese There's erectile oh. dysfunction There's assholes wow. That are too tight Assholes that are too loose mm-hmm. There's excessive sweating There's lost no condoms. lube available Lost condoms <laughs> uh, There's anal fissures Broken condoms There's mm. rimming breath There's cum in the chest hair And the oh. list goes on And no one warns us <laughs> <And> about <laughs> lesbian sex And yeah. it happened yeah, well, yeah, This all nah. the stuff I'm familiar with I'm <laughs> so excited Lenny To hear Oh, no, it's all lesbian sex Very opposite I, 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 It's, it's all sunshine he does also a joke clean. about making sure you trim your fingers. I do, I'm sure oh, you've yeah, got important <laughs> tips. Talons. My perception of gay sex before I had it yeah. was watching SBS movies and 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 you know, <laughs> Brokeback yeah. Mountain and the you know gay porn and stuff. You know they just go for it. Yeah. And I remember the first time I had gay sex was with a friend on school camp. Yeah. And we didn't know you had to lose lube. Like I just went yeah. and just oh tried to God. stick my dick in his ass and that and he screamed and that was about as far as we got. Um, I, I don't
1: even think kids now are getting enough sexual education. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Even straight kids. Although no. I think there's probably more. There's more I think for in straight the kids. End, there's more than what we have. I think had in the end, queer kids are going to have better education Mm. to be honest but right now yeah like I think that is disturbing and I never really thought about that with men-to-men sex either like mm. how awkward and gross and like a lot of it can be really you know like, <laughs> the, I mean, the, like the poo like factor poo. not let's the gross I'm not poo. saying gay sex just is gross when you're no, a, when you're a bottom <laughs> fucking talking
5: about <laughs> yeah, it um, like
3: so like that poo that sex factor. one thing I always so I, I've been a top for. I used to be a bottom mm. mostly and now I'm mostly a top just because that's what I yep. like mm-hmm. enjoy doing now quite often what's the term there used to be this amazing and I wish I could remember her name there was this trans bartender at the Prince of Wales they had a mural up of it they've just taken it down sadly She was, we were talking for some reason talking about poodering sex and she said to me well darling if you keep drilling you're bound to hit oil oh, and uh, I love that <laughs> phrase because eventually you yep. know, if you keep sticking it stu- yep. stuff up your butt you're going to get shit on it and it oh. happens yep. Yep. and I always think the best thing if I get a waft of something or if I notice a speckle of something <laughs> yep. the best thing to do is just say oh let's jump in the shower and not because it can be quite embarrassing for the bottom I yeah. think yep. and it's not their okay. fault like yeah. we all no shit way that's the way I try and overcome also sometimes they're sex. not prepared
4: in no, the exactly. they just As went pers- out with their friends yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. cheeky dance yeah. exactly yeah. yeah one thing leads to another, yeah. And, yeah. Leads to another yeah. and they find themselves at the Marriott hotel at 3am in the morning losing okay. their <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> Is this personal, personal story <laughs> <laughs> that's how I lost my virginity oh my gosh <laughs> Was it? It was like Doof in the yeah. early, early days when it was oh, in the wow. city. The, uh, it was yeah. the bottom end or whatever. It was yeah, the called, bottom yeah. end. Yeah, yep. and then somebody got my bottom end. <laughs> um, and no, I ended up going to the Marriott Hotel with a guy mm-hmm. off Grinder, Lush. but was not prepared. Yeah, and we went at it, but then it was the fear of when it was ending. Yeah, mm. yeah. that whole sensation of when uh-huh. he's pulling out. I was like, is it him just pulling out, or am I doing something? Else <laughs> right oh, oh. Yeah. oh my god! Oh yeah. boy! I wasn't.
3: I didn't. I, no, it ha- I mean when I used to bottom, you know, sometimes I would have. That if I was going for a
2: hookup and I would make sure like I would have douched
3: mm. within an inch of my life <laughs> yeah. and be so confident that I was absolutely fine and then sometimes it would just happen
2: I mean these are like <laughs> these are some horror stories because when I was thinking of weird stories I wasn't thinking so extreme I was thinking <laughs> like, like, like bad breath's bad <laughs> yeah like, yeah, like, bad like, like that's a big turnoff. or like uh, terrible kissing like oh god I've like been some people and you're like you, yeah. you need to stop this yeah but they, I feel like bad bad in bed I, t- I still feel like these things
3: are not necessarily someone's fault like if you've been at Doof or The Peel or Hon- a disco for mm. hours, partying, yeah. and you take someone home. They're probably going to have bad breath. Have been drinking a lot and doing lots yeah. of drugs and that sort of thing. And so I always like I I'm have a like toothbrush. a six pack of toothbrushes <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> I bet you do. And so I always like if yeah. I take someone home, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to brush my teeth. Would you like to like do you know, oh hard. Yeah, no, absolutely. If and teeth, and yeah. if they don't, yeah. it's
4: absolutely. their fault. Yeah. 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 And if they, look, say, no if they that, say no to that, then, then you can judge. And look, yeah. In the morning, nobody likes dragon breath, So <laughs> yeah. just kind of, while we're asleep, roll out, brush your teeth. Yeah. I always back put a glass of water next I to always...
3: the bed on their side yeah. so they can have a little bit of a Sneak swoosh in the morning starts. before we just make like out in the morning. Just like a little bottle of the Listerine. <laughs> they haven't done a runner in the night because <laughs> no,
2: <they snore laughs> There's no excuse for bad kisses. <laughs> it's not getting good if the kissing's bad. Like it's, But we all would have been bad teachers. No, I was grateful we I'm sure you were. I stupidly
3: had never really thought about and anal play, is that something you're oh. into, Lenny? There's no prostate in a lesbian. If you don't mind talking about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I've tried it and I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. Not usually with, di- more with, yeah, a finger Fingers. or something. Yeah. That still happens. Yeah. Um, but it oh. is less extreme, mm. probably less deep. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeky digit. Probably. Yeah, I, I, I am. I think it's probably something that's not spoken about. And mm. also maybe it's interesting because I do think that it is pleasurable for some women in mm. different ways, obviously, to men, mm-hmm. anatomically. Mm. But also... I like it, doing it, receiving it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's hard to talk about because I also don't like the amount of women straight women that are pressured into it by men. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there seems and to be this huge fetishization of anal yeah, sex for
3: heterosexual for men. For women
1: and they're often just like, Well, I do it for my partner, it's painful yeah. but yeah. I don't like I haven't had that experience of yeah. of painfulness or having being forced mm-hmm. to do it. It's just something naturally that I was wanting to Yeah, to always it, yeah. just felt like I wanted to mm-hmm. do, like I you know, you want yeah. something in that region, like it's a you <laughs> You're attracted to this yeah, idea, yeah. and then with the right, you know, with someone that is also interested, in that it just works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that I was parties. like, oh, I want to do that to spice things up, or mm. to do something that I don't feel comfortable doing, or yeah. to do it for my partner when it's actually quite painful and they're not, you're not prepared. Or I, I can't imagine a more extreme version of what I've experienced. Yeah, right. to be honest, <laughs> that I oh, would be. It comfortable can be with. absolutely wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. but if you're into it. But different. Yes, but yeah. also yeah. For, Biologically for men, though, it's because, yeah. yeah, it's mm. a different. The G spot thing is it's true, but it's kind of a myth and it's not in the same spot for all women and some people women it's closer to the anus in a way. Like that Huh. rather than the kind of usual spot that you go to, so mm. it kind of yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Mm. Yes, I'd like to like research that a bit further yeah. at some point, <laughs> maybe in my degree. <laughs> I uh,
3: <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, yeah, well, another thing, awkward thing that we can that mm-hmm. happen in in gay sex yeah. for both men and women is um, threesomes can sometimes be oh, where there's something yeah. that, the that I think we're told them. are so yeah. Uh, Easy to do, and yeah. you sort of see these videos, especially things like double penetration. I don't know if oh anyone's boy. ever tried oh. that.
4: I had a friend that did, did it. DP, silly. another DP, another abbreviation. abbreviation. Yeah. Um,
3: I've done it. I thought from watching the porn that it would be so easy and oh like, like, oh yeah, amazing. It's a lot of positions. Aside the fact of yeah. just trying to get two dicks into one asshole. Oh my god. <laughs> logistically, just the positions that you try have to try and get oh your body god. into yeah. to be. Wait,
4: can I receive both. both? Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, once years
3: <laughs> ago, I was. I (laughs) Years ago, uh, I had a threesome with a couple and I bottomed double penetration. And then a couple of times... In recent years, have yeah. topped with double to penetration.
4: What's the logistics of the two people that are entering it, you? Well, the problem is you get in there and then what's it's what's the position? Is it, it Mostly, that kind of organically
2: happens, or it's like we're going to do DP down. You've yeah. really got to plan it out. Yeah. Like, there is a lot of yeah. planning. Yeah. Like,
4: where are they? Are they upside down? Well, sort of. I pretty, pretty much <laughs> the only time I've
2: ever done
3: it is like one of the tops <laughs> lying on their back, yeah. the next person um, oh. cowboy on top of them, yes. and then another person oh. coming from behind, and the person in the middle is the person in the middle is is receiving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So but that's another thing that you sort of see in porn you mm-hmm. think oh that's what a threesome's going to be like and then you actually get around to doing it and it's like oh no and then once you're actually in there yeah. with double penetration the rhythm that you've got to do to keep the mm-hmm. it's sort of like one of those old piston engines on the um, mm. the, the old steam yeah. trains or something like that you know <laughs> i have a very awkward sex story that I was I didn't didn't actually it sounds like I picked this topic I had producer Dan picked this topic and I was so excited when he did because I had something happen to me on the (laughs) weekend Um, so Saturday I was uh, had a bottle of wine on the couch and was planning on just having a quiet night in Um, and then jumped on Grindr I haven't had a Grindr hookup in ages you know you go through peaks and phases. phases exactly hadn't had a Grindr hookup for a while and uh, this guy messaged me it was stunningly beautiful Mm -hmm. taller than me Mm -hmm. very muscly probably about 25 yeah.
4: textbook hot
3: like yeah. Huckster kind of hot you know all the yeah. guys at Huxterburger; they're all really hot no.
4: as in the burger place yeah. I <laughs> eat a grill Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: <Are you> <laughs> or Abercrombie and Fitch hot anyway yeah. Okay. so he was like messaging me and it was one of those situations was like this is probably someone trying to trick me so they can rob me but oh, I'm a boy. bit drunk yeah. I'm, I'm feeling, a bit, no. you're like, I'm feeling right. a bit frisky I'm gonna go anyway and just they see they what happens fine whatever Like my iPhone is like two versions old anyway so he's like yeah come around I want you to fuck me but I'm really into outdoor And I was like, yeah, sweet. He's like, so let's do it in my backyard. I was like, sure, like that. I'm up for something fun. bottle and a half in <laughs> so he's like okay quick, go to this alleyway then go through the back gate into the backyard and i'll be there i was like okay so i'm thinking i'm definitely gonna get killed but <laughs> yeah, oh i've, got it, I've all had a good trip. but it's an experience you know. got there went through the back gate he's there he's exactly what he looked like in the pictures oh. stunning Starts sucking my dick and said i want you to piss in my mouth huh. i'm not particularly into water sports i'm not into water sports yeah but i'm also into seeing people get off yeah. on stuff uh-huh. yeah. and i've kind of a theory if it doesn't go on me like I don't want piss on me but I'm happy to piss in someone's mouth if they want me to do it so keeping it just remember when I tell you this story I have had a few drinks so i start piss in you I started pissing in this guy's mouth and then after like a couple seconds he gags and throws up and as he did it I remembered that I had asparagus soup for
2: dinner (laughs) (laughs) sorry what are the I chances? I totally
3: had forgotten that I'd made like, because I've been trying to do this health oh, kick and I'd made this like a keto cream yeah. of asparagus soup for dinner. And yeah, as he's throwing up, I some. smelled. And yeah. it was only like two hours earlier. So it was like that really ripe, you know, the wine. asparagus yeah. smell. Oh, okay. And the wine. What anyway.
2: You pissed poison into this I moment. did.
3: <laughs> and also like, I reckon I've made asparagus soup three times in my life. Oh God. I reckon I've okay. pissed on the someone t- <laughs> about three times in my oh. life. Was it the chances of those two things happening on the same night are so
2: slim. Anyway. The stars are So then he
3: goes, uh, That's okay. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. He's like, That's okay, just fuck me. Oh, wow. He's okay. still game. So, yeah, continue. Okay. So he's like leaning up against the fence. So I fucked him oh, in the boy. backyard. And then he was like, Afterwards, he was like, Thanks. I It's like, okay. <laughs> anyway, so I turned, did up my pants, went to leave back through the back gate, and noticed a kid's bicycle fuck and off. all these kids' toys in the backyard. <gasps> Didn't say anything Just kept walking Walked And then I was like Shit what just happened So now I don't know Whether this guy Was married with kids And that's why we had to Fuck in the backyard What so time that was it Two o'clock in the morning Oh my god, uh, oh my god. Or oh my He's god. one someone of these guys house. That gets off On having <laughs> sex In else. dangerous <coughs> places oh. And we and just <gasps> piss, I've just pissed on And fucked And he's thrown up In the backyard Of some poor family Either way <laughs> If your family's home Has
2: been <laughs> pissed in recently <laughs> Either way It's, it's, it's no incredibly words. awkward Oh my god Tom.
4: I'm guilty of that. Similar situation. Wait, white yeah. asparagus soup? Um, no, no. When I was 21, um, after a 21st birthday party, I ended up in the front seat of a car giving a random yeah. job. My very first blowjob. We were getting down and dirty and doing whatever else. And then I noticed a baby seat in the yeah, back in seat. Yeah, in the back of the car. Oh. And he likes he to be treated it, like a baby. Well, yeah, but he claimed that it was his sister's <laughs> car. Oh. And, that, and I was like, oh, is that all your kids? <laughs> well, whatever. Awkward sex. Oh, Kyle, what's, what's the most awkward, awkward thing that's happened? No, to you? I had an awkward what's story, fun? but like yours are so extreme. It like, was
2: like crying. It was like one of the first times I was hooking up with a guy, and it was at my best friend's house, and I was in the spare room. and We were trying to be very quiet. We were making out, and then he was like going for my pants, but then he kept going to take them off, but then not doing it, and then he kept whipping my underwear, just like, the like pulling Keeping pulling like, yep. the, yeah. like the Ooh. like the band of my underwear out, and like wouldn't stop doing it. Yeah. I was like, look, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. are you are you going to take them off or not? <laughs> and then, like he just kept doing. It. He's like, no, I'm really into this. I was like, okay, <laughs> and then so we like continued, and I was like. Please Stuff. I love that <laughs> someone flipping <laughs> your underwear belt no, is the weirdest, the weirdest weird thing. It <laughs> was like one of my first sexual no, changes, no, no, true. And it was and look, very long time. Like, and, what, and I was like, "That's
3: another what do you awkward want thing in, in sex yeah. is, is when someone has a bit of a kink or a fetish that isn't really your taste." I mean, like I said, for me, I kind of get off on seeing people. But if it was something that affects yeah. me that I'm not into, then I do. F- yeah, it, it, it makes it awkward mm-hmm. as well.
4: Speaking of taste, no I sort of found that one of the <laughs> most awkward things for me was after a night at the Peel, met this guy. It was great. Mm-hmm. He was a producer. Wasn't the one that I'm. Oh my god! Now
2: that is how I. Well, Come back like
4: be on a podcast. I got rid in the gay. No, no, no. Anyway, <laughs> went home. We had a hoot and whatever else. Fooling around. He's yeah. given me a blowjob. So then I've decided to, you know, obviously repay the favour. Yeah. And went down there. Mm. Oh. oh, my God. Cheese. Oh, no. Stinky oh, dick. Stinky oh, dick. Oh, stinky bad. dick. Isn't which which just the same as just, really bad. Not just from dick cheese? Stop yeah. yeah. saying dick yeah. yeah. It was just the whole, that, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing just rotten. And I was like. How can you not know? Well,
2: what? Like how can the person not know that oh, no, smelly no. like but yeah. for oh. me
4: I was sort of like, Oh god, do I just like I know polite trooper is such a thing. and get through sex? Exactly. Oh. I couldn't oh. I was gagged. Yeah. Like, I started and then I just had to because I was gagging, I just had to pretend that he was just so big that I um yeah, yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't you I couldn't mean, take I just, it. Yeah. I just couldn't oh, oh my god, I'm It's a similar thing. I mean
3: I've talked many times I'm a rimmer. I love rimming. But there are <laughs> I just <laughs> can't shut up it's what I'm good at. It's my favourite hobby. Uh, <laughs> you just reference Grease <laughs> like you got know, oh. said rooming, uh-huh. pink lady. Wow, this podcast really uh, is gay. But there is times, puh. there's times you know when you go to start rooming uh-huh. somebody and you realize very quickly that that's not going to be possible. <laughs> Where did the gays singleberry? <laughs> <don't> <laughs> <bury? laughs> Look it's again, depends. if, it's if it's you've been night, out for a big yeah. night, maybe yeah. Yeah. they think that if they're yeah, in, they're yeah. better I don't off.
4: Normally, jump in the shower with the guy as soon as we get home because if we've been dancing at the pill, if you're like really out of it, you may not be thinking about it. If you've had a
2: yeah. yeah, if you're really cooked, you might uh, not realize. Yeah. Is True. piss play more guy thing? Or like, uh, no. Girls, no. like are girls, are a lot of lesbians into it? Well,
1: I think
3: they're just more polite about not talking about it as much yeah. as we do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I think, I mean, I'm sure straight people do it too. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't done it. Mm. I'm sort of the same as you. Like, if someone wanted to... Pee on me. On I wouldn't them. really mind, but I don't really have a desire. Gosh. Oh no, not to pee on me. Sorry, the other way around. Right? If like, yeah. they wanted me to pee yeah, on yeah. them, yeah. I mean, if it was someone close to me, I probably could be peed on, like yeah. a, in the oh, shower might, or something. Yeah, like, yeah. but yeah. it's not in my mouth. Yeah. No, no my, <laughs> my, not yeah, <laughs> into that. My ex thought wow. no we
3: should try it once because we just hadn't done. Like what? Like what else do we have? It's the All right, let's go have a shower. So he started peeing on me, and we both just started laugh. Like we just laughed uncontrollably, and couldn't really do it. But yeah, like. Good. Yeah, to give it a it's shot. not.
1: I mean, there's more extremes than that. Yeah, like yeah, it's, absolutely. it's yeah.
2: That is a wrap for tonight. It's been so good having our two favorite guests from our favorite podcast Yeah, thanks so much for joining us tonight, guys. It's been thanks, so much Tom, fun, or coming. as Brendy would say, a hoot. It has <laughs> been a hoot. I've had a fucking hoot. Yay. Uh, of
3: course, if people want to listen to your podcast, they can pretty much anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And they can also follow your socials.
1: What are they? It's Word of the Gay Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Fantastic. Oh, yeah.
3: Now, you guys are going to hang around and chat with us for our well, little after, after show. We are. We're going to be talking about homophobic celebrities. Yay.
2: Yay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I. I thought it was like so interesting because I was listening to one of your episodes recently and you guys were talking about allies, which is so interesting. So let's talk about the bad people. Yes. (laughs) Let's talk about the opposite.
3: (laughs) Um, Just before we go, I do have to plug something. So I, uh, Thomas, will be uh, hosting a panel at the Melbourne Writers Festival, which I am incredibly honoured, excited and so fucking nervous to do. It's a panel on teenage heartthrobs. We're going to be talking about gorgeous snake-hipped, doe-eyed pinups that we stuck to our bedroom walls in the early days of our adolescence. The panel is an amazing lineup, which is why I'm so fucking nervous. Uh, we've got Sloane Crossley, Danielle Mallory Otberg, uh, Yumi Steins, and the gorgeous Myth Warhurst, who is a Fantastic. fan of this podcast. <laughs> Bless her. So, if you want to come along to that, it's Saturday the seventh of September at eleven thirty a.m. at RMIT Story Hall, and you can get tickets on mwf.com.au see me nervously host a panel, which will be lots of fun. But that's it for this week. So if you are one of our Patreon subscribers, you can listen to The After Show. If you're not, thanks for listening. (laughs) We'll talk to you later.
5: Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well.
3: Here's a show that we recommend.
0: Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank.
5: Jessie Cruikshank.
0: I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend.
5: Girl.